Today's podcast episode is brought to you by Model University's The Model Method. Learn how to get started and paid as a model in this monthly membership. Get access to weekly modeling lessons, industry insights from modeling professionals, model masterclasses, live model Q&As, monthly posing classes, access to various ways to make money as a model, over $500 in model resources, and so much more by clicking the link in the description box below. Welcome to the Model Made Podcast, the podcast for models by a model. Tune in for tips, tricks, and talks that will elevate you in your modeling journey. This podcast is possible thanks to Model University, which aims to educate and elevate models to their full potential and paycheck. Now, here's your host, internationally working, multi-agency represented, professional model and coach, Lola Shaw. Hey there, lovelies. My name is Lola Shell, and here's how I went from getting axed from my first ever fashion show in front of my family the day of the show to an internationally working, multi-agency represented professional model and model coach. Let's talk about it. So if you guys can tell, uh, I'm Lola, <laughs> and I'm also the Dean of Model University, and I felt like this would be a really great time for me to actually explain how did I get started? Because as somebody who's literally trained over a thousand models, I feel like sometimes it's not enough for people. Sometimes people just want to know, like, how did I get to the end point? And I feel like this is the best way to do it. Tell you exactly how everything started. So when I was younger, like still in, I think, high school or middle school at the time, I think it was high school. I had a real passion for fashion. <laughs> I don't know. Like, it's like, ah, even saying that is just like, oh, so corny, guys. It was so corny. But I was like, oh, I'm going to be a designer. I'm going to do like cut and sew. And I was just like, oh, I don't like needles. I don't like doing the thread. I don't like the sewing machine. And then I don't want to pay a tailor. So that's fine. I just won't do that. But I realized that I still like dressing up and, you know, looking at myself in front of mirrors and the whole nine yards. So a good friend of mine at the time was just like, hey, I'm becoming a designer. Do you want to walk for my show? And I'm like, sure. And so like, I convinced my mom to drive me like an hour away to Miami in order to participate in her fashion show. So we did all these practices and we practiced how to like change out of clothes for runway and our walks and everything. And the day of the show runs uh, rolls around and I invite my whole family, mom, dad, all, everybody to the show. Never forget, it was on Collins. It was on South Beach. It's a drive. And before the show starts, my friend has a sponsor for her fashion show. And I guess the sponsor didn't like me. and was just like, no, you're not going to walk for the show. So I was reduced to handing out flyers for the show in the foyer. And my family was thoroughly confused. And I was too. But it was just like, hey, that I guess modeling's not for me. And, you know, I tried my hand again at it at um, successfully in high school. We had a club called DECA. And for the senior projects, they put on a fashion show. So I finally got my chance in the runway, y'all. I'm so happy. And then I, I, you know, I thought it was cool, it was fun, whatever, and kept to my studies, went off to college. And by this time, I'm over the age of 18. And somebody who lived in my dorm was just like, hey, I'm starting a modeling troupe. I was like, I don't know what that is, but sure, I'll support you. I go and I try out for his modeling troupe and I make it. And I was like, oh, this is cool. And for the first semester of my time at my college, I was inside of a modeling troupe. So we did. We perfected our runways. We had like all these like showcases and moves. And it was a lot, y'all. It was cute, though. We had our custom outfits. Like I thought I was it. When I tell you I thought I was it, I thought I was it, honey. Okay. 
that was like the space of like urban modeling where like the walks are very much so about the models. You have to be creative and eye-catching and entertaining. And there's a lot of history tied to that. But in the grand scheme of things, that was not what was going to get me booked, okay? And I found that out very quickly as I tried to freelance my first summer in college. So after being a part of this modeling troupe for two semesters, I was, I was just like, look, if I can kill a runway, if I can be like the leader inside of a, a, a runway um, showcase, if I can be at the front row and in the front line of models who are doing our routines, like I can do modeling, okay? It's not going to be a problem. No problem. Can be further from the truth. It was the, one of the hardest things I've ever done. I did not enjoy my first experience freelancing. I realized very quickly I was confident on a runway, but not in front of a camera. And unfortunately, no matter if you're only doing runway, you still need to be confident in front of a camera because that's your portfolio. And I was just like, oh my gosh. So I worked on getting my portfolio. I got the jitters out. I practiced my poses. I practiced, I practiced, I practiced, I practiced. I did all these test shoots and test shoots and test shoots. And it's so funny to me because every single time I felt like, oh yeah, I'm the stuff. I'm doing great. I would realize like, yo, the work I did like a few months ago is atrocious. The work I did last month that's dumb like that was so ugly like the fashion show I did like six months ago that was trash like I quickly realized that like oh my goodness everything that I thought was like a major accomplishment was at the time but as I kept elevating more and more and more and getting like more serious about modeling I was just like oh my gosh all of my previous work sucks it sucks oh my gosh like it sucks like do I suck I, I, I had to have like a real good come to Jesus moment because I was just like, oh my gosh, like, and now I've been freelancing for a few years. I was getting ready to graduate college. And I'm just like, what do I want to do with this? Like modeling is fun. I had fun with the modeling troupe. I had fun doing the runways. I had fun, you know, navigating the freelance space inside of South Florida. It was fun, but I feel like I can do this, but I need to be serious about it. So I sat down and I got clear on why did I want to model. I set a few goals. My first ever goal as a model was to become an internationally working model. The reason why is because I want to prove that my look worked on a global scale and I wasn't just going to be a model inside of the United States. I, for whatever reason, I just felt like, look, if I'm really all that I think that I am, then I should have the same appeal across the board, no matter where I'm located. So that was my first big goal. And I was like, oh, I want to accomplish that like within five years. I feel like that's doable because again, I didn't know how I was going to do it. I just set the goal. So um, I gave myself, I put a date on it. I, um, I set the whole intention about it. And then I got to work. I, I did the research necessary to figure out what modeling niches were available. What category did I fit in as a model? What was it going to make me money? And then I looked at like what type of work was happening in my area. And in doing so, I realized, okay, this type of modeling works really good inside of my area. And I'm also good at it. So I started getting really clear about um, my niches. So at that point, I was getting into beauty work, fashion work, and commercial modeling. Hey there, supermodel. If you're listening to this podcast right now and you know that you want to build a consistent career that pays you in 90 days, regardless of representation, check out Model Mastery. To get one-on-one -on -one coaching with me, go the show in the description box below. So I became a commercial fashion and beauty model and it's worked. It's stuck. It, it keeps me employed. I love it. Right. And so then I was just like, OK, um, I understand the market that I'm in. South Florida is very commercial. Cool, cool, cool. I'm a commercial model, so I'll make it work. Um, and there's still a lot of beauty clients and fashion clients that come down here. So I'm like, OK, perfect. I got this. And then I was just like, oh, my gosh, my portfolio sucks. It does not reflect that at all. 
all over the place so i like spent the next like few months refining my portfolio um and then like doing like really good test shoots with people who were inside of my network who specialized in that like they knew how to do commercial work really good they knew how to do beauty work really really good fashion was like eh. but like commercial beauty work i had those people inside my network so i used them i put together a new portfolio got some good digitals and I started submitting myself and getting referrals for agencies. So I was just like, okay, cool. So I've already gotten work here and there on my own as a model. Um, I've been submitting myself and getting more work like that. Like I started working with like pretty big companies, like as a freelancer, when I look back at it, like LG, I worked with them. Um, I worked with Luster's Pink. I worked with uh, Hot Miami Styles. Like I worked with like a couple of brands, a hotel chain. Like I worked with a couple of really cool brands, even being a freelancer. And I was making like pretty good, sporadic money right it was just like oh, okay great i have a job and i'm making money doing this and i'm also having fun but when i got really intentional and started to redo my portfolio and started to like push what i was really good at which at the time what really popped on social media for me because i was marketing myself on social media was doing a lot of beauty work so people started calling me in for more beauty work for like i worked for like every hair company that was in south florida like every single one name that hair company i've done work with them um and that got me like a lot of really good shots and placement um both nationally and internationally and i was able to really start to catch my stride and consistent income as a model it started to become part-time and so by the time i finished redoing my portfolio i started to submit myself and again get those referrals for agencies and i got my first agency it was like a boutique agency um, from a referral and i submitted to it after i did my thing when it came to booking things on my own and I started to get those referrals from the agencies, they all started to be really, really aligned with what I already was doing. So I got a lot of beauty work that I did and a lot of lifestyle work that I was doing with like, you know, just companies that were based in my market. And the first agency that I got signed to, they did a lot of work with companies that came down here to shoot the lifestyle inside of my market. So I was just like, okay, cool really good like commercial print work great and then when i started to um you know be on sets with other models i started to ask them for referrals and so i got like a few talent agencies i got um a commercial modeling agency so i got all these different agencies and then i got some agencies that were outside of my area it was a really good time like i got a really good stride and then with every new agency that i got i made sure to add something specific to that agency to my portfolio. So I just kept refining my portfolio as I was getting more representation. I started to, um, of course, you know, network on sets, get really good connections, continue to promote myself on social media, continue to submit myself on my own because I signed non-exclusively to all of my agencies so that I could work with all of them. Um, I, I just kept going. Like I kept going. I started to land really cool, like music videos back in the day. So I was working with like Big Sean, Cardi B, DJ Khaled, Chris Brown, Lil Wayne. Like I started working with like all the celebrities. I started going to like a whole bunch of events, getting paid to work, um, there. Uh, I started to get a lot of like campaigns, billboards, start to travel, like all these things start to unfold and be in such alignment all because when I was getting ready to leave college and I sat down and I thought to myself, what am I doing with modeling? And I sat down and I got intentional. I sat down, I got intentional. I 
knew why I wanted to model. I set my goals as a model. I figured out what my niches were as a model. I understood what my market was as a model. And then as I continued to build my network in that regard, my portfolio in that regard, and even my clientele, I was able to start putting together a rate, understanding representation, finding representation that worked for me, and then building a career that sustains me to this day. So that's the introduction to me. That's from start to finish, how I got here. Um, I know it was a lot as a wild ride. If there's anything that I said that you like resonated with, if you've been a model who's been, you know, a part of a modeling troupe, or you've started like after you were 18, or, you know, you too wanted to like start making money as a model, even if it's part-time or you're trying to get agencies to work with you. Like if you're in any of those spaces, I definitely suggest that you check out the description box below because if if you're just getting started and you want the same blueprint that I use to get started, there's a guide in the description box below called Model Fundamentals, how to get started in five easy steps as a model. Like just go check that out. If you know that you need a little bit more like guidance and structure, you're not really a self-starter, you kind of want like more information, like how do you pose? Like um, you need more like visual representation. You want actual like Q&A with me. You want to like understand how to build your confidence you want to know exactly like what do you say when you reach out to somebody how do you pick the niche that's going to be best for you if you want all those elements you want to start like growing your career definitely check out a program i have inside the university called model method okay and then of course if you just know like hey you and me are the same like i'm on the same journey right now i love where you're at i want to be there can you help one-on-one -on -one, you and me let's do it also available in the description box below. Whatever option works for you, definitely take advantage of the resources and don't be afraid to connect with me. I am on Instagram at L-O-L-A-C-H-E-L -E and you can probably find me across most social media at the same handle. Or you can check out more from the Model University at the Model University on all platforms, all one word, all spelled correctly. That's everything for today. I will talk to you again really, really soon. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I hope you got a lot of value from it. If you did, don't hesitate to drop a review on iTunes so that others can find the podcast and grow as models too. You can always take it a step further and share this episode on social media by tagging me at L-O-L-A-C-H-E-L -L so that we can connect there as well. If you want more tools and resources, be sure to check out the description box below with links to everything mentioned in today's episode. Until next time.